combat divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Hey. Welcome back to the Combat Divas Podcast. It's your girl, T.G. And your girl, Tanisha B. And we are back, 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 back for another episode. Hey, we have had a good week, actually. Uh, We've had a lot of interaction with our audience this week, and I think that's awesome. And uh, one of our interactions, we thought to make it a topic of today's discussion. How far have we come from the idea of the Brady Bunch, right? Where there's a story about a man named Brady, and right, and he got with her, and they had all these blonde-haired yeah. people, and they all got together and made one big blended family, right? And they didn't have that many problems. I mean, yeah. they had a few Marsha, Marsha, Marshas, but other than that, pretty great people. Pork chops and applesauce, got some great stuff at the show. Yeah. So how far are we from that moment when we talk about blended families? Uh, how far are we from that, from that moment when we talk about blended families? And uh, we actually, well, we've, we've read a book on the topic previously, not even thinking about doing this episode. Mm-hmm. And then this episode came up and it, was just, it all just kind of worked out. And so we want to today discuss uh, blended families and however form it comes, whether, you know, you're the, you're the wife and, you know, you got kids and the person you marry has kids and now mm-hmm. you bring those kids together. And there's another, you know, there's various scenarios to this, and we'll get into it in a minute. Yeah. But we'll start out with right before we getting ready to marry the other person, because I, I have, you know, stepchildren or whatever. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't call them stepchildren, but I have two kids that my, my husband has from a previous marriage. And, you know, so they're in turn now my, my kids, but I had to figure out a, a happy medium and, because they were older. So it wasn't like I could come in and be the disciplinarian. And you know whatever, because they don't know me, so it had to be a, it had to be a way to go about that. So we'll kind of talk about that, Tanisha B. Oh, okay. So just to speak to the whole Brady Bunch thing, I think they left out. Here's a story. <laughs> they left out quite a few variables though, because the thing is, you had, you had the husband. He came in with his three boys. Um, you had Carol, the wife, the Carol. woman. She came in with her three girls. And what we never seen, like I've, I've, you know, watched it growing up because it was way before me and TG's time. And I noticed that there was never, like, I guess both of their spouses, former spouses passed away. I think they were both widows. They, yeah. they were both widows or something. Cause like, so they really <laughs> only known, only had their father growing up. Right. They only had their mother growing up and then they get married and then it's just, like a perfect match between the ages, the age groups, the, you know, the girl boy pair off. Right. There was no drama. So you just really just have the drama between the kids and just trying to get them together and have right. little quirky I mean, scenarios. They in had between. a little drama, husband and wife, a little bit. Right. But trying I mean, to manage disciplining, disciplining the kids. And- right. But then that's just like, <clears throat> just that just comes with, you know, just. Parenting, like, okay, who's allowed to uh, who's allowed to discipline this there kid and who's allowed to discipline that kid. And that's important. So then they had to just be like, oh, that's dad, that's mom, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of, like, blended together. But most days, I mean, most often you don't come across um, blended situations to where that person's spouse or that person that was in a previous relationship mm-hmm. is dead and gone and they just both come on together and right. these people passed away and there's no issues. Right. See, when they come into these new relationships, they come in with baggage. Yeah, absolutely. The other person. Yeah. So. <clears throat> absolutely. And beforehand, I, I think one of the, 
the key things that we we can't miss out on when when marrying the new person because you're in love, right? You want her to get married. Everything's great. But one of the points that we we try not to miss out on is that communication between the new husband and wife to be, mm-hmm. right? To know how are we going to orchestrate this family? Because mm-hmm. I've seen some cases where it's like, well, they just the kids. They just had to figure it out. They're gonna fall in line. But mm-hmm. that's not the case because these kids are they people little too. people. <laughs> right? Their kids are people too. <laughs> so you have to figure out how to uh, have a fine line in and knowing, okay, okay, this is my new stepdaddy. I have a daddy, but this is my stepdaddy. Or I have a mama, and this this my stepmama. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly it's hard for women in this scenario, men too, mm-hmm. but it'd be hard for stepmamas because women have a tendency to want to be the nurturer. And like we want the kids to like us, like really bad. Like, oh, I really want, you know, his daughter to like me. I really want his son to like me. Mm-hmm. And you see like the defeat when the kid just is, is not gelling right off. It, mm-hmm. it takes some 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 work. And that communication between not only the parents who are to be, but the the parents who are, you know, their their biological parents have to we all have they all have to I think have a blended situation. But you know why we want the kids to like us so much? We want the kids to like us so much because that makes the person that you're in a relationship with even more comfortable about their decision to just yeah. try to work through things and make it work and make it blend together because imagine a situation to coming in and you being the woman and you want his son or his daughter or both to like you and then they don't like you so that causes tension they have attitudes so they are being rebellious and that causes a whole bunch of tension but it's much better when the kids like you and they love you and it's like oh it's all great so now they feel better yeah it makes it better but then you have I don't know you have a situation if they don't like you now you overproving your love you know you want a (laughs) pony yeah you can have a pony of course (laughs) you want the new Xbox I got you You, (laughs) Nintendo Switch no I got it no it's cool no it's totally fine I put it on my credit card I'll buy your love absolutely (laughs) but kids know how to manipulate you very early so Uh they know how to keep asking for stuff over and over again (sighs) stepmom can I get you know because they'll still use stepmom then when they really want you they'll call you mom mom you're such a great mom oh my god what do you want anything you want you can have it What's your so, you want pizza? I'll so, get you pizza. And that yeah. ends up being the so there's a fine line between being the happy adult and that and that relationship and also uh, forming a relationship with that child that's healthy mm-hmm. for both them, their biological parent, and your new spouse. So yeah. that that is tricky. And, and I'm like I always say communication. <clears throat> communication is always key between the co-parents. You always have to keep that open line of communication. Everybody has to be honest and just bring just just openness to the whole situation, yeah. but it can be it can be challenging depending on how that relationship ended between those two people to where they have to have to co-parent, right? Because if it's hurt and pain and deception and all the stuff that happened in between, yeah, it gets tricky. And if that's the woman or man or whatever that you left that person for, or if you was in a relationship and you was you was cheating or whatever, mm-hmm. yep. and then you end up forming a relationship and family with this person, yeah. now you want this, uh, the person who was in a relationship previous to that, you want them to just be like, oh, let's just come together. Right. Let's just be adults. Mm-hmm. And we all human. It's, it's a little difficult yeah. to do that, to be like, okay, now my kid is going to be around this woman that he left me for, he cheated on me with, and how <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to just come to a common ground. Yeah. 
that makes it tricky. And sometimes it's tricky because you you just don't want to have that that negativity spoken to that child either. Like, oh, you go, you know, your new stepmom. You tell me whatever she do. You tell me what's going on. You t- mm-hmm. And and I know for a fact that a lot of parents do. You got that. a whole spy in the house. They have their kids spy on, and these poor kids don't know no better. They just do whatever their parents told them to do. So it's like you go and you tell me what everything that's going on. Then they come home and they report everything. And you know, um, I'm allergic to cats. And she had a cat in the basement. And 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 I'm now I'm feeling itchy. And because you know you want they kids want to please their parents. I know a scenario where they had DCFS in these people home. Oh my goodness! Because it was a cat in the ba- but the kid was not really sick. He imagined being sick because his mama told him he was sick. So he was taking him to the hospital, and the doctors kept saying the same thing. He's like, okay. He's fine. Yeah, but they're like, no, he's having some type of reaction. I need you to document this. Had a whole DTFS thing going on. Like that. That's the part that like, makes it so yeah. murky. Made you know? it seem like child abuse. Yeah. So um. I, I understand when if you got a child, you don't want your child to be around anybody. I got no. that. And but that, you know, I had that same situation um, to where I was in a relationship with a person that had uh, a kid. So me being young, I'm like, oh, everybody deserves to be in love. Everybody deserves love. <laughs> and just because their shit didn't work, doesn't mean they deserve to be with nobody. That was right. my script for the first, like, several months into it. Yeah. My mom tried to tell me otherwise. And I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still like that young 20-something thing. And I know every goddamn thing. <clears throat> right. But the person, like, when they broke up, him and that, uh, the kid's mom, they broke up. And I guess it was a bitter situation. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that they were still communicating on the level that they was communicating with. So when I came into the picture, uh, the kid, like, beautiful, beautiful boy, nice, kind, hard, a happy-go-lucky kid, mm-hmm. he took to me. Mm-hmm. So when he was around me, it was like, oh, me and Tanisha, we had, we did this. Mm-hmm. Me and Tanisha, we did that. And we went to the park. We played. Oh, my gosh. He's so nice. Mm-hmm. And you get to, you know, he telling all this to his mother. Mm-hmm. She can't stand the thought of her kid being around some B, blah, 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 this, 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 that, and the third, and poisons the kid against me to the point like it was a situation that me and his father, we went to a wedding, Mm -hmm. and prior to me coming on the scene, his son was supposed to be a part of the wedding. He was supposed to be oh. the uh, the ring bearer. Right. So, and him and the mother and all of them, they was going to go together and it's going to be this nice little happy little family until I came into the play. Like, I was brought into it. I, I didn't just, you know, insert myself. Right. So, I had no knowledge that he was supposed to be a part of the whole wedding part. Right. So, the mother pissed off. She snatches him out of the situation. Like, no, we're not coming and he's not going to be a part of it. Even though... His, you know, family had already had a a suit ready for him and had the whole thing just set up for the boy. Mm -hmm. She took him out of the situation. So when a couple of weeks later, he comes back around, he's four. He has a whole attitude with me. And I'm looking like, where is this happy kid? Hey, let's play. Let's take a fight. Let's do it. No. Like, he had a major attitude. And he was like, it's your fault. And I was like, my fault? What are you talking about? It's your fault. I couldn't go to the ball. I was like, the ball? Aww. Like, what are you talking about? What's going on? And I asked him, like, what is he talking about? He was like, I don't know. He's like, the ball. Like, And then we figured out he was talking about the wedding. Right. It's all your fault. I couldn't go. And I was like, no other person could have told him that but his mom. Right. And he didn't go because his mom didn't allow him to go. But it was so much easier to blame me mm-hmm. so the kid could dislike me. Yeah. See, And that's the part with the egos. You know, when the egos come into play... We forget that it's it's really about the children, and I even remind my everybody involved in in my blended family 
that it's not about us. It's about these kids. One of them is really not a kid no more. She's older. But still, she she feels, you know, the way she feels about things. So I I have to, as that person, be... When you're an outsider, it's different because you're not really invested in the in the emotions of this family. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming as an outsider, so I'm like, okay, everybody chill. Everything's going to be okay. But everybody got their own jaded way of thinking. So mm-hmm. it's like, no, nah, you don't know her because she'll do blah, blah, blah. And then he, she the same way. No, nah, because one thing I'm not going to do is it's like, okay, I got y'all egos. It's like firing off. Right. But can we calm it down for like three three volumes just for the sake of the children? And then when you think about it, this person was like, well, you don't know this person. Well, you don't know him well you don't know her Mm -hmm. and it's always about a situation that has absolutely nothing to do with the kid right it's always oh well she was out here with this man and she (laughs) did this or he was out with some chick and he did that or Mm -hmm. he didn't take the garbage out or the bills was passed due or like it's always some (laughs) some baggage or some history in between that it got something to do with the two adults why do relationships have this is the argument every relationship got is about garbage I think I, it's I don't the know. same. <laughs> like, what are your first arguments always in a relationship is about garbage? Well, he ain't even taking the garbage out. I, I hear that more often I, than not. I'm trying I don't to figure know why. out. I guess that's just like a the thing. The garbage out example comes up all the time. My first real argument was about garbage, and I have no idea why. It really wasn't about garbage, but it was about garbage. It was like, well, you didn't even take the garbage out this morning. Now the possums got in the garbage, and then that's all over the yard. And he was like, it's like a segue into an argument. I was, I was going on and on, but just just about garbage. <laughs> He's like, this can't be about garbage. But no. what else is going on? Yeah, some like, other stuff stewing, well, and like the garbage part is just easy to just segue into. And, and another thing, <laughs> so it's just to bring that in. It's just that little catalyst <laughs> to just kind of like you put it in the wagon and just pull it on. So and another thing, see, that, that ain't all. I think that's hilarious. So. That's a relationship tip. If you if you're arguing about garbage, that's it's, probably not the real. What's what's deeper? What's, yeah, what's it's something else reason. going on. I don't know. Somebody cheated. I don't know what's going on, but it's not just about garbage. Maybe it was a it's a sex picture in somebody's phone. I don't know. <laughs> it, it could be anything. So going from that to uh-huh. <laughs> friction amongst the children. Sometimes <laughs> with with the blended family, you have. You know, one child that was older, one child that was younger. Now they've switched roles. So the oldest is not the oldest no more. Mm-hmm. The youngest is not the youngest anymore. And so, you know, you have to figure out different tactics and, and tricks to get the kids to get along, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's the biggest fight is the kids. Yeah. Usually they fight amongst each other if they all living in the same home now. Yeah. But then the jealousy comes into play when those parents that have come together and they made a new child. Yeah. So if they both brought in kids from, like, if the guy came in and bringing a a child from his previous relationship and vice versa, and then they come together and they make this new child. So everything is all about this one kid, that kid that they created together in love. And then the other kids feel forgotten about because chances are one kid is leaving to go back to the other household. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a situation like just um, when I was. Listening to the book, um, Blended, uh, not Blended, it's called Blend, The Secret to Co-Parenting and Creating a Balanced Family. So I listened to it on Audible. I'm like, Audible was the new reading because uh, me, I don't have a lot of time to sit and read a book. I spend Says most of my- every millennial. Whatever. I spend more time commuting. So I'm like, <laughs> by the time I get a chance to sit down and have a moment to myself, I'm passing out. I'm not, I'm probably yeah. finished like a page or two or whatever. But if I can listen to it on audiobook while I'm driving in the midst of all my uh, road rage because of people out and pausing it and coming back to it, whatever. Yeah. So uh, the book, um, they they had a, um, 
what was that? Swiss Beats. He had a relationship with his wife, Mashonda. She's the author of the book. Mm-hmm. And they had a kid. And then he moved on and went into a relationship with uh, the singing artist, Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a child or whatever. But when they got together, like the kid was always back and forth, leaving the household. He would go to the mom, Mashonda, then he'd come back to Swiss. But then when they created a child together, he felt some type of way. He felt like they was always on this kid's side. They was always taking up for this kid. Mm-hmm. And it's different because that kid gets to stay right there in the household while you commute back and forth. Right. From your mom's house to your dad's house. And that cause that can cause friction mm-hmm. amongst the kids too. Because right. now you feel like that kid is the chosen one and I'm no longer the the center of attention. Right. So then that causes problems maybe when you co- go home and you tell your mom, well, they're always on his side and, and, and they never stick up for me and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then I think they realize that maybe that we need to pay, both, well, his new parents, may, not new parents, but his mean. stepmom and his dad, they figure like, okay, so maybe we need to have more one-on-one time and spend it with him because they see that they feel like this kid gets more attention. So we need more time separate from his little brother mm-hmm. and spend more one-on-one time with him. And what I've always seen that works really good in these situations is with each, each child has their likes and their dislikes. It's something that, about them that piques their interest, right? So like with one kid, if they, they may like to paint. So that could be just just your time with that kid is, is painting, and that's what mm-hmm. we do together. And then your other kid might like to, I don't know, you know, write poetry or rhyme or rap or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that could be y'all time together. Like we have poetry time and then whatever, you know, other kid like to blow up stuff. I don't know. But <laughs> you, you just spend time with each person, each child differently so that they know that this is their their special moment with mom or dad. Mm-hmm. And and no nothing can nobody can take away that memory of them and their mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to find out what 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 each child their quirks and spend time and focus on that with each individual child. Yeah. So it's, I, think I mean, helps. I think that's very important. Yeah. So, I think that helps an awful lot. So before, like, before you blending, um, before it gets to the blending part, um, I was thinking about. I'm like, it's very necessary for like, like if the person that you were in a relationship with and they moved on, and your kid is around this new male or new female or whatever in their life. I always feel like it's super important for that uh, the outside parent to get to know who your child is going to be around. Yeah. So, but not just some randos or whatever, like, you know, I want to bring my kid around uh, her and her random boyfriends or bring my kid around these random girlfriends. We're talking about the ones that look like they have stay in power. They've been in a relationship for over six, seven months. Right. And the kid is, and they have a good uh, co-parenting situation to where the kids spend time back and forth between two households. Mm -hmm. But when a new person comes into play, it's very, very important for you to get to know who your child is going to be in that household with. I've been um, talked to countless people and also being in a situation myself where they feel like, what I don't get to need, I'm like, I don't need to know that nigga. I don't, I don't need to know him. All I need to do is go and pick up my kid and come to the door and he needs to be ready, da 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 da, da. But it's like, so who's, who's there? Who else is there influencing your child? And I need to know if it's a good influence, a negative influence. Mm-hmm. And I've been in a situation where like, I don't need to get to know that bitch. She, this, she, <laughs> this, she, this, she, that. And, but wow. it's still your ego involved. You still holding on these bitter, repressed feelings for 
that person you was in a previous relationship with and you projecting it on to that other person, but you still need to know who your child is around, who is influencing your kid. I want to know, I want to meet this person. I want to know what they're saying to my kid. What type of time are they spending with my kid? What are they doing? Mm -hmm. Because it's been situations to where the kid comes into play and then something happens to the kid. The kid is around somebody that's uh, verbally or physically abusive. You need to at least have some sort of a relationship with that person. Not saying, hey, let's go out. Let's be besties. Let's be bros or whatever. I mean, it's also helpful to be that close, you know, but not to the point to where you have you go, traveling your kid back and forth into strangers. Right. No, I understand. It's very important for you to know, as a, as any parent, you know, mm-hmm. who your kid going to be around. I mean, even in schools nowadays, I mean, you, you just want to know who your kid going to be around at any rate. Mm-hmm. But to but you can't counsel that person out before you even meet them. Like, not not really feeling her. Didn't like a nail polish anyway. You know, <laughs> we you can't go to that point. It has to be a a night that you know. I now I know exactly who my kid is going to be around, mm-hmm. and not cause friction in that relationship. Right, and I think that's important too when bringing you know you know the Bradys together, so to speak. That's, Bring the Brady's. That's that's my analogy for this episode, the Brady Bunch. So okay. that's what I got for that. But <laughs> I think it's very, very important to have that that bond. Well, not even bond, but just some type of relationship. It ain't yeah. gotta be that we friends. Everybody ain't gonna be Will Jada, you know, what's Will ex wife name? Uh Cherie. Cherie. Everybody ain't gonna be them. I, I get that. It's yeah. just not gonna all work. And they wasn't Will Jada and Cherie, you know, for a very long time. It took a minute right. for them to get to this point where they're like Okay, I have a warm and fuzzy about everybody involved. Right, and she's I'm my good. bonus mom and yeah. all that other stuff. And, yeah. I mean, and same thing with uh, Swiss Beast, Alicia Keys, and the author of the book, Mashonda. Like, it didn't it didn't start off all smooth and right. just all just seeming like just seamlessly coming together. Exactly. Like, it didn't start that way. It took it took at least a few years for them to get to the point to sit down and have dinner together, have a conversation. But yeah. you also have to keep that line of communication with the kid because like you were saying like it's oftentimes where oh the kid doesn't matter Mm -hmm. oh it doesn't matter but that kid is key Mm -hmm. you need to know how are they transitioning with this whole new life Mm -hmm. because at first they only known their mom and their dad so now I know my mom my dad this new woman or my mom and my dad and this other guy right so people like people tend to count the kids out when they are extremely important mm-hmm. in this whole situation. Because if the kid, if it wasn't no kid, then it's like, okay, well, I don't have to get to know this uh, new person because there's no children involved. It's like me, I moved on with my life. My life is separate from yours. Mm-hmm. But people forget that one thing that connects everything, and it's that kid. So it's important for that kid to know what's going on and explain to that kid what's happening, why are they transitioning from house to house, and mm-hmm. why the parent... They may not need to know the the ins and outs of why their parents they are not to together, but they yeah. need to know something of what's going on. And people don't they don't explain it to their kid because they're so focused on their selves, their new life, and that mm-hmm. new union. Absolutely. I this the part of the reason this this came up is a story came up from a friend of ours who is is married. She's married to her her new husband who had a a seven year old daughter. The seven year old daughter. Does not does not like the new wife at all. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she has been acting out. 
you know, she she tells the she tells the wife all the time, the new wife, you know, you're not my mama, so you can't tell me what to do, and like slam the door, or I don't want it. Like she like yells, like acts out completely, and the new wife is like, I, I don't know if I need to talk to a therapist or an exorcist, but my new daughter <laughs> is like out of control. Like she don't she don't even try to to talk to me. She don't try to be in the same room. Now they have a new baby, and so. Although the little girl is cordial with the new baby, mm-hmm. it is clearly part of the problem as well. So you got this this new daughter who comes over every day at the school mm-hmm. because the real mama come pick the biological mama, excuse me, come pick the daughter up uh, afterwards. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, this little girl is terrorizing the mom, the the stepmom, and she was like, "I I do not know where to go from there. I've talked to my husband about it, mm-hmm. and you know he's kind of easy on her. Like, hey, don't talk to her like that." This is my wife. Don't talk to her this way. Blah, blah. And then a little girl just pretty much be like, I'll forget you too. I mean, I, I don't need this. Give my iPad. Bye. And slam my door type of thing. Wow. So, I, and I talked to her, you know, about this because she's a friend of mine. I'm like, well, first of all, <laughs> okay, there's some behavior issues that may or may not have anything to do with you. Like, mm-hmm. this little girl might have some type of issues that she's dealing with before you even came along. So, that's the first thing. Like, I don't know if it's, it could take an outside therapist or anything to take this girl to, to get her some type of help. And maybe you marrying her dad did not, you know, it it just increased her stress load. Because kids get stressed out too. Yeah. You know, and they act out in different forms. And she's still young right now. Like, she's still seven. Mm-hmm. So I told him, like, try to catch this before adolescence. Because once you get 13, you know, it's over with. But I think before it even gets to, I mean, before it gets to, like, a, um, like a professional help or getting her a therapist or a counselor or whatever... I think that what's missing was all the parents sitting down and having a conversation with her. And they feeling like she's seven, she's young, she doesn't, it doesn't matter. But it does matter because she's old enough to know that she's giving this person, basically giving her the flux. Like she really sending her through and it's really affecting how she... Um, you know, the the stepmom, how she's living her daily, it's affecting their relationship because she feels exactly. like the husband should do more. Maybe, yeah. But was stopping that whole situation from happening for everything to kind of like come to like an even playing field is the do- the the ex-wife. Right. The ex-wife has some residual feelings left over from the relationship. Possibly. Possibly. We don't, we don't know. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> but she has some ill feelings Against that, you know, against the new wife, because yeah, she talked to the as a mother, you're not going to allow your kid to disrespect any parent yeah. or any part or any adult. any adult. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So if the mother doesn't see anything wrong with what the daughter is doing, so somehow the daughter feels vindicated to feel like, well, I mean, my mom doesn't care. My mom is okay with it. I That's can true. do what I want. That's true. But if they come down, like if they all, even just the mother and the father sit this girl down Mm -hmm. and talk to her and say, hey, this behavior will not be tolerated. We're not going to deal with this. We're going to have some corrective action, whether we, you know, put you on punishment or we do takeaway or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I think a conversation, I I can tell that all three of them never sat down, sat this girl down, and all of them had right. a conversation without someone bringing up something from the relationship or who hurt who or who said what or right. whatever. I, I can agree with that. So. I, I do think it's more important for the biological parents to sit down with that kid first because mm-hmm. they have the she knows them the most, right? Right. And once they do that, then we can kind of add in the 
the the new wife little by little. Because she the new wife knows I'm not going to be the primary disciplinarian. As a matter of fact, I don't even feel comfortable disciplining this child because she, you know, she's getting to know me. Right. So I don't want to, you know, you don't want that. And, and you don't want nobody just randomly disciplining your child. I get it. Right. And kids don't understand the difference. So you the the biological parents do need to sit down and have that conversation first. Mm-hmm. And then we can integrate other people in this relationship. And um, actually, I mean, she was like one of the examples, but there have been a, a few people, you know, that has come and say, hey, you know, the blended family conversation uh, is important to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have this going on. My stepchild is, you know... Like uh, what's that? What's the name of that movie? Problem Child, where, oh, where the yeah. kids couldn't get along for nothing, and he just he just caused a ruckus or like ran, parent trap. Basically, ran everybody ran everybody away. I don't want yeah. nobody to be around my daddy. <laughs> I got to run this chick away. And some of them, some of y'all time. <laughs> some of them are coming in. Like some of these women, they're coming in to try to control the kid and send the kid away. Mm-hmm. And then you get a situation to where a woman is coming in and wanted to get to know the kid. Right. And they still get ran away because the kid doesn't understand the situation. No one is talking to the children. Right. Yeah. They, now they like one, two, three years old. I mean, no, they kind of like growing into the situation. Mm-hmm. But when they're like five and six and they understanding what's going on between the households, I know I got two sets of this and two sets of this and two sets like talk. You have yeah. to talk to children are people too, just like our last episode. <laughs> children are people too. You right. need to talk to them and communicate with them as to what's going on because their life, just like your life is changing, their life is changing too. It's mm-hmm. just, except that they have absolutely zero control <laughs> over their life. Mm-hmm. They have these adults that's pulling the strings. They traveling and pulling this kid in multiple directions, and that kid is feeling helpless. So the only thing they know they know how to control is themselves. Yeah, and the way they control themselves is making life hell for the parents. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I agree with that. I would like to know what you think about it. Have do you have a blended family, and it seems to be working well? Like you all have figured out. The, the, the tips and the tricks to being a, a good blended family? Or are you on the opposite side of the spectrum? Maybe you are still trying to figure it out. Things are still rocky, but you got hope that it's going to move in the right direction or, you know, you need an exorcist. Let us know <laughs> what you think. Let us know how you feel. Tanisha B., let us know. How can they reach us? Do the step, daddy. Do the step, daddy. Remember that what? song? No, no. You ain't my daddy. Sure. Shut up. Remember? No, I don't think I remember well. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Wish my daddy would have never left. Wish we live here by ourselves. Remember? No. Do the step, daddy. No. Right, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't even say that was before my time or during my time. I don't remember. It came out like in 2012. No. 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 Do the step, daddy. Okay. You remember? No. Hey, my daddy, shut up. <laughs> out in the cold on that one. <clears throat> oh. Man, it was really, it was a really good song. I loved it. I loved it. All right. There's something about milk. Hey, Battles, you can reach us at Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram as well as YouTube, Combat Divas Pod 1 on our Twitter account, Combat Divas Podcast at gmail.com, Combat Divas Podcast on our Facebook page. We'll see you all there. Bye. Combat Divas. Stomp your left, right, left, combat divas.